Oh no, I just go right into it. Yeah, that's the way to do it. It's right? just a conversation. Why not? That was a real, a real bit of. Yeah. Why do we need to like? Why does there have to be like some preface? Hey, welcome to the podcast. Guys, ninety-nine point nine FM. Just talk about. Uh, I just want to say thanks very much to H H&M and M who sponsors the show. That's why Jessie May always looks so on point with her fashion. H and M, yo, half this outfit is H and M. I bought a new shirt yesterday. It's the first baggy shirt because I, I wear notoriously skinny stuff, right? Yeah, I feel like you and I have the same wardrobe. I took this, I just put this on before this podcast because I had like a tight black t-shirt. I always wear tight stuff. And I was like, I bought this yesterday. And it, for those, this it doesn't transpose to a podcast very well. No, it does. But it's, um, can describe it's, a, it. it's a baggy fire trap, uh, kind of skateboarder, long sleeve. Yeah, it's a skateboarder shirt. shirt with like an right? angry snatch on it. What is it? Well, oh, it's okay. a flame with, it's a fire trap. It's like a, they, oh. they, they make, um, they make wheels and they make bearings for skateboards. It looks so, like a vagina on fire. And it's got a nice design on the back. Oh, you oh. I like that. It's I like used a bandana. To, there you go. It's like one of those Jolo bandanas. So I, um, but I used to dress, I used to be a skateboarder when I was younger and wear only the baggiest shit. Like my jeans were under my ass. Isn't it hard to skateboard with all that? No, you get used to it. And also the belt, the belt like pins above your pelvis. So basically a lot of, it's like Kegels for women. I love Kegels. I'm Except, doing them right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just no, I won't let you in. No, I'd refuse. Ah. Like she won't heartbeat. even take me up. So fucking filthy on the show we did together, <laughs> and just talked a lot about wanting to. Just all I want to do is just suck a dick. Oh, that's like, right. We were talking. And what I was, was like, "Well, this show? show is going to be awesome." And what then afterwards, you're like, "Oh, my boyfriend." And I was like, Pfft. "You're like, you're not even speaking truth." I didn't even want to like. I didn't even want to. Yeah, I didn't even want to. What was that show? It was, it was really true. Shut honest. the fuck up. <laughs> it was like we had to talk about truths. Yeah, truths. Th- truths, right? Yeah. And we had to pick, did we have to pick something out of a hat? Oh, yeah, yeah. So it was, uh, we were meant to talk about, yeah, like the, like the truth. We were meant to tell a story about something oh, truthful. Oh, that's right. That it, to that's us. all right. I take off my right. jingly jewelry. It's a bit too much. You have a lot of jewelry. Yeah, it's a bit too jingly. I normally take it off before I record something so you don't have to listen to this. You have a bracelet with skulls on it. Everything's skulls. I, like I love skulls. skulls. There we go. That's better. Now I won't Are you it. like, you have like a lot of darkness in you. <laughs> really? <laughs> How did you see that? Just I from the fact it. that I dressed like a 12-year-old <laughs> emo. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I was, yeah. What I do don't you know. I got a lot of light as well, though. I yeah, think, it's like, not my all My personality darkness. is quite uh, upbeat. And the older I get, the more positive I look at the world. I'm cynical to fuck. But, I, you know, yeah. I, I, try, I find that so I, I have depression. So that's the darkness element, I guess. Yep. I'm a bit of a miserable cunt. But then also... Uh, can I say cunt? I said you can say it, whatever said you want. I say I usually start with a good cunt. You open up. What's up, cunts? What's up, cunts? Thanks. We're sponsored by Walmart. Walmart. <laughs> for all your fantastic household needs. We're sponsored by Tampax. Tampax sponsors you? <laughs> mm, you get a text now as well. How unprofessional am I? It's because you started the podcast without me knowing. Listen, so I just went right into it. There's, this my is the life is loud. My jewelry is You were on a phone call. Your jewelry's on. I like, I like to that. start like that. What are you going to put over it though? You're going to edit something over top? Yeah, like, I'm not going to tell like, you yet. Okay. I have all my notes and stuff. So it'll it'll manifest itself afterwards. You're not going to do like an Esther Koo. Doesn't she play with her pussy at the end of every... Does she like... She, does she do like a to orgasm apparently at the end of the podcast en- with like Which I don't Enya believe. I over think she's Enya. not very sexual I don't think that's true <laughs> no, I think it's a lie we does she fe- say she's not sexual well no it just we, fe- we she came and did my podcast uh, I do one as well yeah I know uh, can I plug it or not of course you can it's called the D-pad and it's about like it's the me deep and the D-pad okay as in like a D-pad off a controller got a game it because it's like it ties into video gaming that's a big thing okay um, but it's comics talking about their comedy and then their what their world is re- re- with regards to gaming and video games. Okay, I see, I see. And geek culture. 
But I um I had Esther Koo on there and she um and all the way through it like I like flirting with attractive comedians because it's fun and it's nice. And, yeah, we ball bust. And also yeah, and also I feel like they get it. Like if you want to just fuck and hang out, right, right, and tell jokes, they're not going to suddenly go crazy like actresses well, do. Yeah, I guess it's a different level because comedians, I feel there's a different existence If they're there. doing well in their career already, they're perfect to fuck. If they're desperately <laughs> trying to yeah, get no. more successful by <laughs> yeah. fucking you, then it's a terrible thing. Yeah, of course. So you don't fuck like jokies, you know what I mean? Like gag <laughs> hags, but you like the ones who are already doing well. Yeah, features. It's already, like a solid feature. You know what I mean? It's already good. If they headlined a few shows, you're okay. They might just jump on the dick and then jump off and be like, that was cool. But then, um, anyway, so I was like flirting with her a bit and in a jokey way. She's a friend. And then uh, she was talking about how she wants to, she, she's not into big white dudes because she would find it uncomfortable and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like a huge guy. Why? Because she's a little Asian? She's a little Asian. It was, she went down that road of, you know, tiny pussy, all that shit, blah, blah, blah. But then she also I don't believe was that. talking about how she just likes old men. And she was talking about Kevin Brennan, how she really wants to fuck Kevin Brennan. Really? Yeah. Esther. And then, yeah. So then I started sending her, but she was joking. Yeah, Apparently yeah, yeah. It was a joke, right? <laughs> but then she, I, at points on our text messages afterwards, I didn't know. I was like, really? You want to fuck Kevin? And she was like, yeah. I mean, like, you know, I don't know. I got that kind of hateful thing about it and there's something sexy about it. So I started sending her on the daily just pictures of really old white men's penises. Like, like just literally search old naked white <laughs> oh, guy God. on Google and just every day sending that her really horrific. old guys. Because I love Kevin. Oh. He's one of my friends. I think very highly of him and he's a great comedian. Medium, but he's old and I bet his penis do, is really do, sad looking. How bad do dicks age though? Like oh, they don't get the sun. The dick, it's not the dick, it's the balls get super elasticated. Just like oh, bloop, man. All, the, all the, actually all the elasticity loses itself. And it just hangs. I mean, my balls were a lot higher back in the day. They were? Like, even now at 32, they you know, they got some swing to them. Have you measured? You, know. you should, me- why don't you do a measure chart like the way when of kids grow old, up? Like, I've you should seen, do it down. Here's the thing: like any man who says he hasn't seen a lot of dicks is a liar. Because whether you, it was when you were growing up and you were doing sports yeah. in the changing room, brothers, or whether it's like brothers or your friends, or a group drunk, orgy you when your a, parents a raised you party. on a commune. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> when you were taking that sweet dick from Uncle Dave, yeah, when he used to creep Dave into your room at night every time real. at midnight. Too just, soon. <laughs> why are you doing this? Oh God, why do you smell well, like Old look, Spice? Look how dangly they are. They're bouncing against my perineum. Um, <laughs> If it was any of that stuff, you've seen a few dicks, right? Yeah. We've all seen a few dicks. We've I've probably all, seen more than my fair share. Plus, I watch pornography sometimes. Right. You've so seen when a lot say, of dif- you, you know s- the variation. Just say this. A lot of men have seen a lot of dicks. Yeah, and it doesn't make you gay. It doesn't make you gay, you know? Um, and so I, I was, I've seen some dicks and I've seen some balls and I've seen the difference of dick and balls, you know? And I know that my I'm, I'm okay still. Because fortunately, because I'm tall, then I think my dick masks the balls. Does that make sense? It yeah, masks like it, it. Yeah. So Whereas can you prevent this? If I had a small penis, oh, then the balls screwed. would just get longer and longer and the penis stays small. It looks like a nose and a chin. Yeah. Yeah. It's like just aggressive, like a couple of fucking meatballs in a, yeah. a, a, a chamois leather. Like a snooty woman with jowls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's <laughs> nice. With a really upturned nose. Yeah. Just like, like a, her nose turned up. Yeah. Like, like a character <laughs> from the aristocrat. <laughs> The Aristocats, sorry. Like, you yes, know, the adults, yes. in it, the, the humans in it, briefly. Yes. You see a human, they got like really pointy noses and then the, yes. ooh, the long chin. An evil aunt or from Disney. Or that character from Family Guy, the one with the yeah. teeth, the British yes. guy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's what dicks look like. That's what dicks look like when you get old, dick. if you have a small one. But then hopefully what's going to happen to me is as I get older, like the, 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 the reasonably, you know, well proportion penis <laughs> will just get saggier as well as the balls so the all i'll end up with is i don't know i'm gonna find God. out i'm gonna end up with this giant mess hanging <laughs> between my legs like some kind of <laughs> like women's breasts do when they get oh, old they just hang but, down and fall and flop 
we've got that uh, rejuvenation thing where well, they the can bra? the lift. You no, can we get a lift done. Can is there a can ball you get lift? A, diff, a dick lift. A, di- a diff. A diff. A dick lift. A dick lift. It must I be. This is Hollywood. Surely you can get anything done here. Yeah, but I wonder because it's nut skin. That's got to be different. So, uh, I mean, you, you could have done is they probably remove some of the skin and then pull it up like a facelift. They pull yeah, it, pull they a just bit put up it and behind your ears. I don't think I'd go through that. I think I'd just like... Let it sag. Just let it go. Or like, or just only wear those, you know those uh, underwear that gay men wear uh, which have the butts missing? Yes. So that they can It's like, come, come, come in there. into exactly. my bum. I'd have one of those but around the front it would just have a hole at the top of the like front. Like a nut so smuggler. So you can pull your dick through it right. and keep the nuts in there. You sh- that's a product. Yeah. You should bring this to Shark Tank. The, yeah, <laughs> sa- the sag sling. The sag saver. The, the sag sling. Yeah, yeah the, the sag sling. Sag sling. Sag sling. Yep. Done. Yeah. Sag sling. Exactly. Gentlemen, are you getting a little bit gray in the hair area? Are you starting to feel your nuts near your knees? (laughs) Are you playing keepy-uppies with your nuts on the daily? Keepy-uppies. Keepy-uppies. That's what we used to do, right? When you do the boom-boom on your knees with the football. (laughs) Soccer. Sorry, soccer. I'm an American now. Are you you playing scrotum soccer with your nuts? Are you playing scrotum soccer? (laughs) But I just, I don't know, man. The old dick and balls scares me. I feel like that's just... I was hoping this podcast wouldn't go this quickly I know, Dick we and Balls, but then I, I thought about you and me sitting down and talking. I was like, well, <laughs> it's inevitable. I hope this is the highbrow quality content you were looking for. I anyway, like so when I was whatever. reading a lot of Sartre, I found that... Yeah. How long are you in LA for? Are you going to be here through Halloween? No, I go back on uh, the 30th. On the 31st, I'm doing the Anthony Cumia show. Which okay. Never... Is that fun? Have you it done is it? fun. Yeah. It's yeah. like a talk show. It's not like a podcast. It's, yeah, it's, it's definitely a talk show, I think. Right. right. So, yeah, you're on like a on camera. Yeah, see, yeah. I haven't done it, but I know people who have done it. And I don't I know hear the it's okay. heritage of that relationship. You can update me because you're a comic from the States and you've, yeah, you know, with you've the boys. done your time with the boys. So you've got like Opie, Opie and Anthony yeah. used to do a radio show that was very famous. The Opie yeah, and Anthony Opie and Anthony show. show. Uh, on what network? Is that on Sirius? Sirius? And then they fell out? They fell out because Anthony had viewpoints that didn't coincide with uh, Opie. What kind of viewpoints? I think... I like think it's basically like I think it's basically like Trump versus Hillary shit, but not Who's specifically. The Trump supporter, kind not of. specifically, just mean like the mentality. Who's the right wing Republican? I think Anthony's a little bit more right, right wing. Yeah, I think oh, so. Oh shit, this will be fun then. But I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty liberal dude. It'll be fun, but you'll definitely be able to get into some shit with him. I don't know okay. the, all the details, but there's definitely some like political play there. Okay. Yeah. So there's a bit of like, ah, I don't really like the person you I are. Think Should we be doing? fucking said something specific. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm I might Google need to Google it. it. I'm going to Google, Google this it. Shit. We should Google it for sure. Find out. Why do they fall out? So anyway, they fell out and then you, he went you off and set up I'm going to Google things, it right now. Yeah, do Fuck it. it. So I'm doing that um, on Halloween. So that's why I'm flying back for that. But do, you, do you celebrate Halloween like in general? In England? Or yeah, me, like what's it like life? in England? Like Every day is Halloween for me. Look at how I'm dressed. This <laughs> is like... like a fucking. I look like the crow. After he dies on set. Do you know what I mean? Ah, like, too, that's like, oh, too soon, bro. Too soon. <laughs> I hope they remake that film and I get to play him. I feel like that would be the role for me. The crow. That would be a good role. You're ready yeah. for it. Yeah. You're ready for it already. I can wear some leather trousers and pretend I can play you can, guitar. You can walk and make an, you, when you walk, walk, it looks like it's noisy. I'd like there to be a crow TV series and I'd love to be in the crow TV series. That would be dope. Why don't you write that? Well... I'd rather just get cast in it. write that shit, man. <laughs> Writing takes so much work. There's lots of skinny people, very skinny, beautiful people walking around the upper upper parts of your Here we go. apartment we got, complex. A, it's, yeah, we're in my apartment complex and it's kind of like Melrose Place meets Boca Everyone's Raton. Everyone's very attractive in Los Angeles. It's very depressing for me. Oh, come on. Everyone is not very attractive. A lot of people are very attractive or at least they look 
attractive until you get closer. Yeah, they, like, I mean, when you see them down the street and you get yeah. closer, you're like, you've had 37 eyebrow lifts today. Then you see how hairy their arms are, and you're like, anorexia. <laughs> My arms you know, are so hairy. Your arms. Your arms are, did I'm, you ever have I'm anorexia? Sicilian. No, I'm Sicilian. Oh, really? I've had. I have Italia. I have Italian thing. Yeah, that's, Do you have that's sideburns? My, Let me see your sideburns. Do but I have sideburns? Yeah, but see, like, you make your hair, like, blonde, so that takes away a lot I of the Italian. I bleach my hair. Well, not yeah, bleach, okay. but it's colored. Okay. But what you should have, like, proper full-on sideburns if yeah, you're real Sicilian. I don't have, have like, those. But my no. last name, Peluso, translated literally means hairy. And really? Big, big and hairy. And so when you get, like, to about... I don't know, 50, you're going to start sprouting chin hairs and stuff Shut like that. Shut the fuck up. You will. That's, that's how it works. I'm My mum's Romanian. And old Romanian women, I think, are a lot like old Italian women. They just start they getting hair. They look fucking gorgeous. Until oh, they're 50. And then they go, boom, 40 or 50. Jesus. Like, hairs in the chin. See, I don't think I will because I'm kind you're gonna of You're going to have to get a sack sling. For my chin. <laughs> if, no, for your gunt. It's going gonna, it's gonna, <laughs> oh, to drop. I'm going to get a gunt? Yeah. Aging sucks. It depends. You live in LA. You'll probably you'll probably be like I'm one gonna of those, snip it all off. Yeah, or one of those like depressingly, like athletic old women. I'm, but it's like the muscles are uptight and then the skin's all hanging off the muscles. Do you think people should look good when they're old? I th- I think they, they should look like they had a good life. I think I, I think they should look healthy. Yeah. Like vivacious. I don't think they should look too manipulated. Yeah, look like they Not eat nice food and they fucking you know they go and get a bit of sun and they do some exercise. Yeah, get some sun. You have some avocados. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like that. No. Very fattening avocados. Are they? Yeah. I've, I eat like one a day. Yeah. Yeah. Fat bitch. I'm a fat <laughs> fucking bitch. Wait, so you have to tell me, what do they do in London for Halloween? Oh, uh, same shit they do here. They dress really? up. Well, I mean, in England, every every single holiday revolves around getting as drunk as possible and probably vomiting or urinating on a public And that's just know, daily property. stuff. Yeah, no, that is like a Thursday night or Tuesday. <laughs> like, oh, hey, we finished work again. Whoa, let's get fucked up. We have a very, um, I don't know, we have a binge drinking culture and we're like a very messy people. But, th- you know, when I was young, we used to do trick or treat and like we'd go around on the doors and you yeah. know, knock on doors, get some sweeties. That was cool. Candy. Candy. Get some candy. Get and get some, some candy. Did you ever had issues the- of like acid in your candy, like your tainted candy from your neighbors? Fuck no. That sounds really? awesome, but weird. Like, yeah, it, it, terrifying it, for it children. It sounds amazing, but there's been some cases around America and different towns where candy has been placed. Who would do that, man? And like a fun uncle. A funkle. <laughs> or a fucking pedophile. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's really creepy. Why would you fuck up kids? I, I can't, I I can't, can't get imagine. behind that. I don't understand. I can't get behind that. I saw something recently on, on Facebook, actually, some video, and I never, wa- I didn't watch the video, I just saw the title. It was like, oh remember to check your kid's candy. See? That's the shit that, and it goes down, and people put like, but it, this is the thing. Like I, razor blades in there? Yeah, like I just was going to say, like I feel like the issue, once it's, been made public perpetuates itself yeah because then people go oh i could do Ooh, this good idea yeah i'm 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 a lonely suicidal person i, I might as well hide just... the tip of my dick inside of a candy and then it'll get end up but inside the kid's get mouth bit. what <laughs> why, why do i have to hold the candy at your waist height you just do <laughs> shut up eat it lick it now and later just lick the ice cream lick it now and lick it later yeah i found some of the drama Okay. Kumia, Anthony Kumia was fired by SiriusXM for a Twitter rant they deemed racist. Oh shit! Hughes and Norton continued to broadcast on the show, and it well, relaunched. Jimmy Norton, yeah, of course. Yeah. So I hope being Jimmy now. Jim Norton's a friend of mine. He's a good guy. He's a good dude. He's lost a ton of weight. He's someone who's gotten really healthy. Well, I mean, yeah, he lost it a few years ago, right? Well, yeah, it was like a while back, but he looks healthy. He doesn't he look good. like yeah. too skeletal. I don't know about healthy. I don't think any he never looked looks healthy. Healthy. We all look a bit like he. He looks we like he could have die done any so day. Many narcotics back in the day. Yeah, he definitely. But looks he's like you know he's a clean guy now he's clean totally clean well so, not um, in his brain his brain is 
Is your brain clean? No. What's the most uh, fucked up thing in your in your like life that you either talk about on stage or you're going to talk about right now and tell your Rape. about? Oh, really? Yeah. What, how many times have you raped people? I do it usually every Friday. Yeah, okay. I can see that. You've got to rape you look produce you. departments. Yeah. You lace women are vulnerable. children's candy. Halloween's going to be a I fucking do. That's my thing. No, really? So you got raped? Yeah, that was my... I, I'm saying it so loud. I'm in my public uh, area here. I was... My first sexual experience. Ah. That's what. That was my introduction into the sexual world. I feel like that's probably depressingly true of a lot of women. It does. It happens a lot. And there's a weird thing about it where women don't feel comfortable coming forward about it. I mean, men even less so. I think isn't there isn't aren't the statistics that there's more male rape victims than female in the world? Really? Yeah, that's but the statistic. But we just don't ever come forward about it because there's it's more so male much rape more. victims. Yeah, apparently so. How apparently is so. how is that? Like then female? Yeah, apparently so. That's, Who that's, said that? I don't know. But Did you just make that up no, right no, here? No, no, no. I genuinely <laughs> heard that in someone someone who I assumed was reasonably well informed was like really. Yeah, and uh, and but then that was that's always the sort of the. Like as much as I fucking hate social justice warriors, you know, and uh, I'm a feminist, but I don't think I don't like the newest wave of feminism. Well, the new wave retarded. of feminism is not feminism; it's sexism. Yeah, exactly. It's hating men. It's hating men, which and that's is depressing. not. Yeah, yeah, and it's like that. Where's the equality in that? Yeah, it's like God. Women what, aren't what better you want than about men. Shut up, suck a dick. Just yeah. do it. it. And you aren't deserved more, but just because you're a woman, you're not deserved more because you're a man. There you go. Just be a good person. But I think one of the comebacks someone had was, was well, statistically, this is the thing. I saw like a video or something on Facebook. I'll have to check that I'm not just lying. There's but, all, but I like you get all your news from video Facebook, from Facebook no, videos. No, I don't. I don't. I get a lot of my news. Just, <laughs> but, but also, I, if there's a well-informed video that comes yeah. up, which is by some kind of scientific t- study. or There's it's, amazing it's, videos. Uh, there are some videos that get shared. And also, my videos that get shared are predominantly either exposing the reality of a new situation yep. whether it be you know a young black man getting shot in the back of the head and he hasn't got a fucking gun on him right or it's you know a kid uh, with seizures that are being cured by cbd oil there you go like shit like that yeah whatever it happens to be what is your darkness um what's something in your i just like de- just really bad depression like suicidal I think, depression uh like, yeah i thought about suicide like when i was younger but i never had the balls to do anything about it I've done that whole sitting with a razor blade in my hand thing, but then never did it. I think I, I didn't want to die. I don't think I actually ever wanted to commit suicide yeah. because I just felt like there was too much for me to do in the world that I really yeah. wanted to do. But, uh, but then, I don't know. What do you think? I used to just damage myself all the time. That's it. Not like Like emotionally? Uh, like emotionally and physically, like with drink and drugs and things like that when I was younger because I hated, I just hate myself. And now I don't really hate myself. I just... Um, uh, generally dislike no, yeah I just I have I have I ha- it's weird because it's a very uh, juxtaposed opinion of myself yeah I know that I'm a good performer I feel like I'm good at you know a number of different things and I like the things that I do making people laugh or telling stories yeah and you're unique which is yeah I think something so. you know that I think unique people attract unique people absolutely on that level and my friends also I, th- I see I see um, I see a mirroring of the kind of person I am and the friends that I make. I yep. have, have very close friends who are not comedians. Like None of my friends really are performers, not my closest friends. Right, mine I have either. friendly relationships. I have friendships with comedians and actresses and actors, but I don't, they're not my closest buddies. Yeah. My closest buddies are some of the most kind, giving, open-minded, culturally adept, well-traveled, yeah. well-versed, um, f- you know, family-oriented. And I don't necessarily mean their mums and dads. I mean, like, they, ha- when I'm around them, they're we loyal. are a yeah. family. You know, it's like, loads of friends sharing food and talking and drinking yeah. 
babies coming in and oh, oh just babies, just, just not no, even. No one's a baby. Ba- just, you know what I mean? It just, it's just got like, into the room. We just have a love of <laughs> each other. I think that love—that's all that humans are looking for—is yeah, fucking really, connection and it love. Is humans want connection? Exactly. And so that's my, why there's a lot a, of older women with dogs and cats. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why I think as a so I like that aspect to myself, and I think that I, I know I'm a good person, but then. Other times, like every time I walk past the fucking reflective surface, I like hate the person that's there. Isn't that interesting? No, it's simple, I think. You think it's, it's simple? Yeah, yeah. I think it's my mom and dad. Like, that's what it is. I think my mom and dad love me, um, but I always grew up thinking that their love was based on how well I did at things. Like so contingent on, some, on your Education predominantly. So if I, had to, if I didn't get 100% in every single test... If I got 97%, why didn't you get 100%? And it like love was based on how well I did in things. But why do you think you thought that? Because that's, well, that's how they made me feel. And that's what they did. Because they both grew up. My dad was from a working class East London family and had to work engineer. very hard to get. He's an engineer. And your mother yeah. was a, and, uh, pr- a perf- uh, an English theatrical. and drama teacher. Yeah, yeah. English, English literature and theatre studies teacher. I did some But research. from Romania. There you go. You, you read my Wikipedia. But, yeah. then, um, but then, you know, she, she was made... She had to work so hard to get out of the poverty of Romania. Oh, I'm sure. And even there, all her family were biophysicists and biochemists and great doctors and philosophers and professors at university. No pressure. No, but even with <laughs> that, they still lived in what you would consider, I guess, in America or we would consider in England, very poor working class environment. So it was like, you know, so they both just wanted me to have a good life. And for them, it was like, you have to work hard. Now, when you've got two people like that, there's no balance. There's, you know? there's no, no balance. One there's no like, one you can run, hey, like refuge. It's also cool that you just, you tried. You yeah, know? That's yeah. Okay, hey, you know? good for trying. So I, um, so I used to just, I think I, I just grew up thinking that uh, I had, no, I, basically I needed validation from outside people, which is why I'm a performer. Yeah, I, I have a similar, definitely a similar experience. So I'm yours, your family? My family, there's a lot of, chaos and arguing i don't really remember it my sister does Sicilian. yeah Sicilian. you know my mom was you know a, a stubborn woman my dad was a stubborn man and they, the marriage didn't work out right they separated when Can i was I nine. Ask? Oh, they separated when you were nine yeah and the neighbor's dad moved in Ooh. the neighbor's dad is my new dad a memoir about divorce what's he like cool <laughs> no he was terrible he was a dick he's a dick he just was a not well, you weren't his kid and like he probably was he was just, you know, he wasn't, I don't think he was a dick. I just think he was he a... He just wanted you to just a guy. sweet pussy. That's yeah, what that's it was. all he wanted. And he wanted to be left the fuck alone. He used to smoke weed and, and listen to Pink Floyd in the bedroom and shut the door. Okay. That's not that bad. Yeah, but it's also not when you need, or you would like maybe to have a father figure who's giving you some right. good advice. See, that was sad as well. I um, it, But I have that similar thing where I feel like I want to perform. You know, performing came to me because it was the attention I got and I was yeah. like oh everyone's happy there's no more chaos this yeah. is the this is the emotional equalizer in the household how does it make you feel when you're on stage I feel very calm yeah me too I feel very calm and I feel like connected to myself I think that might come out of and I don't know if you agree I feel like the the happiest I ever am or the most content is when I'm on stage or creating but I mean that's the yep. easiest instantaneous form of creation for me and response yeah but I feel so in control. It's a control thing. It's like a moment where I'm completely in control yep. of emotions and also the emotions of so many other people. And that is great. It is It is Such great. Such a good feeling. It, it makes really you feel is. very empowered for a period of time. And then you have to get off stage and then... And then self, self-loathe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Especially in LA. I'm, I'm, in, I'm always intrigued by comedians who do well. So we performed together at the Hollywood Improv yeah. uh, on a really nice show. It was a, a different kind of format. Um, yeah, not but just I thought you were a very funny up. performer and it was, it was nice because I, like, I find and I don't want to immediately alienate myself from a, a do it uh, no from a coast that I'm about to move to in the new year for yeah. some work 
But I, I, I see a vast difference in gross generalization, present company definitely not included, but in terms of East Coast comics and West Coast, or at least New York and LA. Yeah, I mean, I, I did nine years of comedy in New York. Well, there you go. That's why. That's I why I that. like you, probably. And <laughs> then uh, so many LA comics, and this is, again, a gross generalization, not true of every one of them. Yeah, but you can, a it's a majority. Success stories, but <laughs> there's a, uh, a depressing... Um, desperation desperation yep. that makes people really fucking shitty with each other makes them bitter it makes them um, resent any it's success insecurity now we all have insecurities otherwise we won't want to be on fucking camera or in front of right. a lot of people on stage I get that but you either use your insecurities and you make other people feel shit about themselves to make yourself feel better yeah or which is what I see a lot of LA comics do and it's funny how they change their mind as soon as like I'm off stage and I've done well they're like oh hey bud well yeah, that's well, great I'm like you were like, what can I get 10 from minutes you? ago man yeah. what the hell yeah. Um, or when they find out you're doing something. When they find the out you're side, onto something. There you go. And then the coattail. other side is, um, which is what I think I've done, and hopefully that will be a positive thing for me just as a human being over the next. Just in, whatever, in general, however in your many life. more years I live. But yeah, is is being um, taking those insecurities and understanding that you might want to, you know, change those and, and manifest them into something positive. So I put out. I open up very rapidly about my insecurities to people because that's endearing anyway. And it it is endearing. Go, oh, I trust Everyone you. fucking has them. Yeah. And then also you can find out what other people's are and then connect. And yeah. Then, then something positive comes out of that, hopefully. Yeah, and I think that's a part of like, for me, the type of comedy I'm attracted to and the type of comedians I'm attracted to just as, from like a professional standpoint. Like I can feel that I'm vulnerability. I'm going to boyfriend that you're attracted to me. <laughs> <laughs> your three dogs. You're going to lose those three dogs in the divorce. What kind of dogs you got? You got three dogs. I, got all, I mean, they're all mutts. It's just like I, I just Are they acquire baby animals. Replacements? No, no, no. I've had one dog for about five years, and then the other one I just got after my last dog died. So you had three, two. Yeah, I've got three, but they all came at different points in my life. I didn't mean to have three. But there's three right now upstairs. You brought us here. I, I did. I drove the truck you here. For this. I was no, talking I about fucking vulnerability. No, I was talking. Yeah, and I was, I was wondering. Well, what was your yeah vulnerability? Vulnerability is good. Yeah, but I do agree. There is a difference on the different coasts, L.A. and New York. But yeah. you know, the environment definitely. Well, also, I mean, like, uh, L.A. was always team and fi- TV and film. So I think everyone comes here or has predominantly come here because they want to be famous. They want yep. to be on screen. So then a lot of comics end up doing comedy. And I don't wouldn't even call actors them comics. Actors end up doing comedy. That's a better way to describe it. A lot of actors or wannabe actors do wanna uh, become be wannabe comics yeah. so they can get seen or discovered or whatever. And just get a show. You know, they there's suck. definitely a big difference. They suck so hard. And then as a result of that, LA audiences... Get I've accustomed. Seen, so look, I've done shows. Uh, last night I did the Townhouse in Venice Beach, which was fucking awesome. I it's love that great, venue. It's a great Venice Underground, show. Bronston such and Matt. Yeah. Such a great show. I love those two people. And they're so, they're, you guys such should a check nice that show. out. It's every Wednesday as every well. Every Wednesday, it's free. Free, free to get the in. The Underground, it's, it's right like in Venice. There's 120 people who Little are there for comedy and they sit down. It's a low ceiling and they underneath. It. They do they're love comedy it. They're comedy fans. Plus there's burlesque afterwards so you can see some sweet naked ladies doing some twisted burlesque after you've laughed. Some old guns. Well, I mean, they're young. They're all like, they all look like strippers to be honest they're like quite strippery oh they burlesque on the side they moonlight as a burlesque I think so because in, in America burlesque is not like burlesque is in, in Europe why what's the difference uh, we're like more the old school style of burlesque where it's more about the striptease element and pulling stockings off in a seductive manner isn't that how it is something. here no it's a lot more stripper so there are, every burlesque show that I've seen in America predominantly again gross generalizations but it'll be a girl who'll have an outside outfit on like she'll be doing, oh, I'm a pregnant woman. And then she pulls out the baby and it's a bit shock horror, throws the plastic baby on the oh, floor. Use an intestine, you know, like an umbilical cord to like do a sex dance. But what? then she basically, bra comes off very quickly. 
and there's still nipple tassels, but there's no like there's no seduction. There's no seductive undressing. It's not yeah. about the art of undressing. It's more about here's my tits, and they're always fake tits. And, and an they're always very baby. like skinny girls with fake tits. That's what it is. That's LA know? outfit. Well, it's strippers. They're strippers. Yeah. Um, but you know. th- that sounds like a pita. Like a public I'm playing a video game <laughs> right now called thing. Saints Row the Third, and one of the characters in it, Viola De Winter, is played by that porn actress, that adult actress, um, Jenna Jameson. No, the young uh, she she used to date James Dean. She's like a young dark oh, hair. Okay, okay. Um, she's very famous for like being very cute but very filthy. I'm, I'm aware there's a tiny it's toddler like walking past us now. Half so I'm of not my friends. Describe yeah, any of them. Um, what's her baby. name? I don't know. Look it up. Anyway, she was like, but she's acting in this in this video game. She's doing the voice acting, and I'm listening to. Her, I'm going. You can tell, even though she's trying to be an actress, oh she's definitely, she's definitely still just a porn actress. Like even when she's with you no know, depth. Yeah, like there's just a bit dead. The voice is just a bit dead. Okay, let me just do. You know, it's like a. There's it's no not that bad. I'm exaggerating, but you go like, well, good for you. They've cast the woman who's. Uh, who uh, the character who's gotten is, is DP'd is, multiple times? Exactly, like you know, so many dicks in that face, you know and maybe that's why her voice sounds like that. Is I don't know if you've know. <laughs> I like the way you lean over and look at the time. Like, oh, I know, I was making sure we're still recording because sometimes this shit shuts off. Oh, really? That's happened a couple times. I'm like, son of a that's bitch, annoying. when I can't get in the studio. But I don't know if you've noticed this hanging out in LA. A lot of porn stars love comedians. They do, yeah. And they chill with each other. I used to date a porn star. You did? Yeah. How, the, how the fuck can when you I was, date? When I was like 19. Tw- in okay. fact, yeah, let me. I was like 20. I was at university. Of and Warwick. She was, she's from here. Right? I was at Warwick University. Yeah, Warwick. <laughs> I was at Warwick University, Warwick. very a top red book university. Sounds like a fucking darling. wizard university. It is. It is, basically. It's one of those top ones. But I did that, and I was. Um, I met this girl online called Dana Diamond. Um, it's a beautiful like, name. She's a very it's successful a porn actress now. And she, um, we met online and then we ended up, I ended up interviewing her on my radio show yeah. actually from uni. And then she ended up going, oh, I'm coming to the UK. And I was like, come visit me. So she came to the Midlands where I was at uni. And literally this is like some porn actress from LA <laughs> and she came to me in my student fucking, you know, like we <gasps> slept in my twin bed That's and so stuff. so cute. Yeah, and then I took her back to, and to my mum and dad's house in oh, the suburbs of London. first mistake, first and, mistake. Um, didn't tell her, tell her what she did and, um, <laughs> and your I dad came just down knew. one morning and she, oh, she was fucked in the head. Like we ended up having sex that afternoon in the bedroom, you know, in uh, my mum and dad's family home. And then she was like crying afterwards. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, what the She's fuck like, is going on? I never had on? a family. And she was like, I just really wanted you to like me and not just want to fuck me. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, and I was like, what the God. hell? I do like you. What the, what's going on? And then she was, she was fucked in the head. Um, and she made me fucked in the head. I was a little emo kid. But I was like really young and I was kind of geeky. And I like... Were you bugging out that she was a porn? No, no, I didn't really give it. I mean, like, no, I was fine on it. Was she famous at that time? But then, he, yeah, she was doing well at that point, very well. She was with Vivid. She's still with Vivid. Angel, what does I think, it mean is it to Vivid. do well as a porn star? Like I don't think there are porn stars anymore. That's why I don't call her a porn star. She's a porn actress. I don't think there are stars anymore. There were stars back in the day when there was... When it was Jenna, Amos, num- Jenna Jameson Jenna Jameson era. and Ron Jeremy were right. porn stars. Right. You know, they were brands in their Before own Before the sense. internet took over. And then over. the internet came in and it's like, you're not a star anymore. You're just someone who took a dick for a couple of thousand right. bucks you know like that's not I don't think you're a star you can't yeah. be a star no you can't I'm a breakout star yeah no really, no what do you do, do you, how many do you take a dick in the eye socket that's the only thing that's going to make you well, a star I don't want to ruin my closing bit for you but there's someone you just who, guessed it is that what you what it's you, not in the eye socket it's in the ear I have a very deep ear canal really but it's narrow so it's only like See, chinchilla dicks here's a question for you as well you're obviously quite naughty even on stage you some of the some of the material is quite 
sexual. Yeah, some or of it. Or the set that I saw. Yeah. I went was, more sexual that set. Well, that was a specific set of material. Yeah. Um, does it... Do girl comedians, lady comedians, female comedians have to... Is it almost like... Do you have to at some point go, all right, now I have to do my dirty stuff to be likable to men in the audience? Or is that a feeling you have? Because Amy Schumer does a lot of dick jokes and stuff like that. And if a man did it, it would be like, oh, fucking gross. But it's funny for a woman, especially an attractive woman, to do jokes about just wanting to fuck a dick. It's like, oh, women never talk about that stuff, which you do. You just don't yeah. do it so much in front of us. You know what I mean? You do it. You, and you I don't think there's an element of women, maybe uh, comedians in general, but to answer your question specifically, yeah. for me, it's it's never been, it's just who I am. You like talking about it's just sexual stuff sometimes. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, a lot of my trauma has come from sexual assault. Yeah. So I think the nature of where my darkness lies well, we talked about is darkness. surrounded by that. You know that. what? I glossed over that so quickly and I apologize for no, that. I don't was care. that I think like it's a hilarious. one-off thing? It was a one-off? Yeah, it was a one-time thing okay, happened. I'm glad to hear that at least. Yeah. It wasn't like a was regular it? abuse No, no, thing no, or? it wasn't. You know, I was young and, and but th- I think that's, th- you know, I've thought about that like throughout the years because I'm always... How old were you when you first had sex? 16. Me too. 16. Me too. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. Maybe a little late even. I think well, like 13 you know is a good age. These days, ugh, no, I think you should wait until... It's a good age when you're with someone who you can learn with, someone yeah, who you're in love where with. Yeah, you're safe. I, my first sexual experience wasn't rape, obviously, but it felt <laughs> so depressing. <laughs> it was like over in a heartbeat with a girl who'd been with two older guys and I was so embarrassed and she made me feel quite embarrassing and a bit like, oh, well, that was, you know, is that it? Well, like, was she like, well, that wasn't so good. It was kind of that and I was just like, oh. Well, she, she, like, she banged two teachers. Like, she should like she did literally she was with like a 19 and a 21 year old or whatever before me and How she was, was 17 she? and i was 16 and oh my god i felt awful yeah um but i feel like everyone's first time is meant to be shitty but if you're with someone that you love or you're at that puppy age love. puppy love if you care about each other if you're at least, cute. if you're at least boyfriend and girlfriend yeah. like you fucking started with the fingering you guys go you to moved McDonald's up to maybe sucking a dick school. or eating some pussy yeah and then over the gene rubbing and then you fucked and then you fucked cute and then it was That's awful, cute. but it's okay because neither of you know any better and it's okay and you discovered yeah, it together. it's weird. Together. It's awkward for both of you. Yeah, And then you get better at it, hopefully, and then maybe break up because you... Right, you know. but you have a mutual respect and yeah. care for one another. Whereas, that wasn't mine. No, <laughs> mine was depressing. Yours was assault. <laughs> yeah. And enter comedy. But then I was very but very sexual as well. Did yeah, that so make you more of a sexual person? Well, I don't know if it makes me more of a sexual person, but s- sex is definitely a forefront topic for me always has been for my comedy and And what about in just general life do you you, were you always a very sexual person in conversations not not too generally like not just openly with strangers but like once i know somebody sure you know it's something i talk about definitely but it's not something i'm like you know standing in line at the grocery store i'm like dicks am i right no you know it's it's not something how people perceive based on aesthetics i get what you're saying because the you know there's a lot of people who are like oh don't say female comedian don't say don't separate it but the reality is that as a society we seg- we separate things and we label them yeah and it's more so, interesting for me to listen to gender specific comics talk about gender specific um, situations yeah whatever is, whatever is their truth there's certain shit I don't really want to s- listen to a like, if funny's funny but there is shit that I find more interesting to listen to a, a female comic talk about than a male comic and vice versa yeah I, I feel the same way but you know the moment. I can tell when it's not when it's a contrived topic, right, and yeah. I think that's what you're pointing, what you're t- talking well, no, about. No, I was just I was really just asking because I, I, you know, I, I certainly know now. Like, if you look at like yourself, you know, successful female comics who are doing TV stuff, doing you know, 
film, TV, on various shows. And if they're attractive, like if they're attractive females, by talking about sex, it's like, oh, she's sexy to look at. She can talk about sex. She's empowered, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. It's almost like an expected thing to some extent. Like, it's okay. So, whoa, that's shocking. She's a hot girl talking about fucking dudes, but I'm okay with it because she's a hot girl kind of thing. And I wondered if there's a, if that was something that started from childhood almost, you know, like if that was expected of you. Because I had, I feel quite akin to you. That's what I think yeah. it is. Uh, but a male version, obviously. Well, you know. I feel like a male. I feel like my, my male not, side is very not, dominated. Well, no, you're tomboy maybe, but you're not, you're not male. You're very feminine in your makeup That's good to know. and aesthetic. But here's the thing. Like, I, so it was when I was at the bar watching you perform on that show. I was going, oh, I feel like I know this person or who they are or right. part of who they are. Um, because the the aesthetic that I have or that people perceive me to have, which is I'm a tall dude and I uh, not ugly, but not like you know I'm not Johnny Depp, but I'm like a, I don't look like a comedian necessarily. <laughs> I'm more, more like an actor or a You're musician than a comedian, if that makes <laughs> sense. And so people, as soon as I walk into a room, comics can go, ugh, hate that guy because I look like the dick at school that stole their yeah. girlfriend, or for women, I look like the guy who teased them and was on the fucking team. Do you know what I mean? What did I, call, I, I called like, you? I called you Lucian. <laughs> Lucian, they got <laughs> from the underworld. From the, from the underworld series, yeah, exactly. <laughs> which is a pretty spot on thing. I get Lucian or Jon Snow literally or like Russell him. Brand or fucking anyone who's you know or you just, look like him. And who was your friend who looked like Peter Dinklage? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> like a full-grown version of Peter <laughs> yeah, Dinklage. Full, full, regular John size. Lynn, John Lynn, my good friend. Regular John. size. He's so regular size. You regular size, John Lynn. From Dublin, from Ireland. Oh, God. John Lynn, man. Look him up. He's a great actor, great comedian. He's going to be moving back out here in the new year again. He looks like a regular size Dinklage. He does. But But, handsome. But handsome. But people definitely have their... They have their thing. I think they have... Everyone has their idea. Yeah, but also, that's, that's not all of who I am. So when I was growing up, because I was the tall guy who kissed girls and hooked up with girls, I played up to the sexual thing because it's what people expected of me. Now, um... If I talk even remotely, and I don't talk about like fucking chicks on stage, yeah. well, well, when I was like knee deep in a fucking anus, like I, I don't, can't stand say, that. I don't do comic like comedy like that. That feels but contrived. I will talk about buying the morning after pill and the idea of how that's a, a very right. must be a terrifying experience for a woman. But then me going, it's because the whole thing is so such a misogynist ideal. Plan B, you know, it's literally right. going, you fucked up, or here's Plan B for you. It's a very male. You can, you're terrible name. at planning. Your it's organization's a ju- it's a judging, horrible. Judgment name made by men, but and all of this stuff. So actually, a lot of my stand up people just, but then they hear Plan B or they hear uh, broken condom. You know, and they go, oh, sex comic. I'm not a sex comic. Yeah. But because I look a certain way or I'm sexual, yeah. people will apply that to me. And I wonder if it's the same That's, for a girl. I feel, I've always felt that way. And I've heard so much chatter in the peripheral of my career where people are like, you shouldn't talk about that. You ever change you the way you dress or the way you look at put periods over your career based on the I've settled b- 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 in your ear? I, you know, there was like maybe like a, a month. There maybe back. was a month where I was like starting to dress the way people were telling me. Yeah. And then now, as of the past like two or three years, I've settled in it's mo- just black. It's yeah. Just, I, I like black, and that's it. Like but nothing, that's what you like wearing, right? I just I wear it every day, pretty much. I didn't actually mean the colors you wear. I more meant like. But I'm saying like the style things that show off your yeah, physique no, or whatever. I you don't. Know. I don't like to dress sexy. You're doing a show tonight, though, and you have like a, a yeah, this top won't, that this shows will be that you changed. have, you know. Oh, really? You yeah, I won't that? wear this. Interesting. See, because I, for instance, when I moved to, in England, I didn't fight against it because I was like, 
fuck these people. They're, they're all comfy jumper wearing comedians. And the th- one of the main reasons that I loved New York comedy and coming out here was I felt like, look, there's lots of handsome guys and girls. There's yeah. good looking girls. There's handsome guys. You can look cool. You can look like a rock star and be a comedian. Yeah. You know, it went as far back as fucking Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, you know, yeah, Bill Hicks. Bill Hicks wasn't fire. a good looking guy, but Bill Hicks was a rock star when he, he got was. on stage. And, you know, in black and boots, cowboy boots and his tight jeans. That's, how, that's like, my outfit. Well, there you go. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and I'm, in fact, I changed the shoes we have and the, the same outfit. t-shirt. And then, um, and then the... You know, Eddie Murphy and fucking Raw. With and that, in that red leather? Yeah, red leather and the purple Shiny. one, like open up yeah. with his fucking chest all out. I was like, you're allowed to be this in America. Then I got here, I started working in the comedy cellar. And within the first, I had an argument with the, well, a comedian had a big fucking pop at me. Um, Who? I'm not going to tell you because it's pointless. It doesn't really mean anything. Kay. And he since apologized and, you know, publicly ran the table. Oh, for being good. A dick. But, um, he was one of many who made fun of the way that I dress. I used to wear like cut off sleeveless stuff and I'd have all my rings on that I'm wearing and you know, my skinny jeans and all this shit. And they were like, ugh, it's too much, man. The long hair, the jewelry, the fucking car shirts, all this skinny jeans. You know, God, just be funny. Just be funny. You don't have to have all this aesthetic. It's too much. I'm like, motherfucker, like I thought this was a community of people that understood we're all a bit fucking different and individual, hopefully. And also, Insecurity. Don't, yeah, don't fucking judge me That's on my outfit. Is. Listen to my jokes. But I understand what it was. It was insecurity and it's people it's going, ah, you're a younger version of me, therefore, you know, and I can't pull that off. But it affected me. Like I took all my rings off, started just wearing very, like I wear my version of plain, which is black jeans, black shoes, and uh, a, a sleeved, a, a sleeved black t-shirt. No, black t-shirt. Yeah. Just a plain black t-shirt. No rings, no jewelry. And I still do that in New York. Because it's just easier. It's so much easier than getting fucking shit from comedians. Well, when it's I walk also in. like there's there's so much, you know, the respect and the cred is everything. But it sounds like exactly. But it also sounds like a privileged position to be in. But, um, you know, going oh what people think you're too flamboyant. God, oh, woe is you, man. Why, why don't you just fucking focus on writing your jokes? It's like, but motherfucker, like, you know how? Why are those mutually exclusive? This is the thing. Is I think if you're aesthetically look a certain way, if you have a certain or maybe even a certain um. Uh, what would be considered a- a- appropriate? No, 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 no. Fuck it. I'm it's not going to mince my words. I do that too much. It's bullshit. If you're a pretty good looking person on stage as a comedian, you're expected that comp- uh, uh, like any kind of criticism of the way you look should just bounce off you because I'll oh, get over it. You're fucking, you know you're oh, yeah, right looking. You, yeah, th- th- and I it's like, no, motherfucker. Shit. I hate myself. Yeah, it's why like you don't, don't understand. You get that? But people, see, that's the thing about comedy. That's why it's so important to talk about your shit and your invulnerabilities because people look at you and they throw those those labels on you. You know, you got your rings on, your darkness, the, all this. Loves the himself. Hair. Loves himself. Loves, oh, arrogant look cunt. at this look arrogant at cunt. But then yeah. you open up the the crypt to your soul. They can't say anything. Yeah, then. but this is the problem: is that so they many comics don't bother anything. to listen to the material, or listen to or see what you're about. Well, well, comics, and that comes from insecurity. Even around the tables as well. Oh yeah. Definitely. Now I'm being. I'm again. Like, it's, it's, it's no surprise that a number of the closest relationships I have with comics, I think, are either uh, attractive comics, so they they don't feel any threat because they go, well, I'm a good-looking guy or I'm a good-looking girl, so it's not cool, or they're successful. They yeah. It doesn't matter what well, they Well, because then you're like. settled into your shit. Yeah. You're settled into your well, they're, shit. Well, they're happy. There's no, there's no, there's no insecurity because yeah. they go, motherfucker, I got my specials. I'm, I'm, I'm three specials in. You haven't even got one. Like, I don't care. You know? I'm like, all right, that's good. Um, but yeah, it's funny. It's funny how sort of ended up in a career that realistically... I'm way too sensitive for, and I think that a lot. But I think I think comedians 
the ones that I know are the most sensitive people I know. Yeah. They're the smartest, most intuitive, most observant, intelligent, sensitive people. And yeah. I, and, and well, you know what? Actually, yeah, I don't want it. To, I don't want you to your listeners to think, oh, well, why is this guy doing comedy? Give it up, motherfucker. You're clearly yeah, not. You should, you should. But there's a number. There's a, you know, I can already rattle off a number of people that I think are incredibly kind and forthcoming. One who I saw a couple of weeks ago, Jessica Kirsten, I think is one of the nicest she people in comedy. Love she's her. So open. So fucking funny. It's very well, incredibly funny. Oh. Incredibly talented, but also very fucking friendly, very nice. Very Mike Lawrence open. Again. And there's Mike Lawrence is a guy who might not, you wouldn't necessarily think would take to me because again, he's very much like, you know, comfy jumper, big yep. bearded, you know, he's got a bit of fucking food sticking out of his beard yep. kind of guy. You know, he's a sweet guy with a big glass. He's like, oh, Sli- slightly awkward. Yeah, but then he's very comfortable in who he yeah, is. You know, and that's what makes him smart. like, yeah. And, and he's, successful. Again, a good comic, writes really well performs very well but it definitely you know there's there's layers to this shit and there's levels to it i'm terrified of la i'm terrified of coming out here for two months because fear keeps you alive the only no 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 no. that's come on that's no 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 no. on a a professional level no 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 no. i'm not scared remotely about my career in LA. i don't mean that what i'm I'm terrified of of is coming out here and trying to have i've got a you know because of my upbringing because of my very tempestuous tempestuous relationship with my parents I don't feel like that is, whilst I love my parents with all my heart implicitly and they did the best they could do and they gave me a very good upbringing in terms of education, house, food, holidays, cultural Did you go awareness. through therapy? No, I haven't done any. I should do. I need to, really. You, know, you just saved like thousands of dollars. It takes like years to come to the sentence you just said yeah, that my parents no, I know, did the best I know. that they well, did. Well, I self, self-applied a lot of stuff. That's good. Yeah, that's why I'm not dead. I would that be, cost I would me be, 45 be grand. Oh, really? <laughs> it would have cost me a liver or a kidney or potentially my life. Uh, I had to. I had to have one of my best friends die to not die myself. I think. So one of my. I got a tattoo on my right shoulder of a, a young girl. She like took too much ketamine and drowned in the bath and like you know. Fuck. Twenty one years old. Yeah, it was fucked up. She was, was such your, a. Was that was your best friend Amy Winehouse? No, no, I didn't know Amy. Like not close friends by any means or stretch the imagination. But I lived in her Camden house for that is fucking a month random with her. Yeah, because I was I was hooking up with her stylist. And her stylist and her best friend lived in her place, and she bought another place around the corner and lived in that one. That's so fucking I met her a few times. Crazy. She, she, that was a sad story. Well, your friend's story sounds fucking terrible. Oh yeah, yeah. So she died at twenty-one. You like how I showboated it with Amy Winehouse? No, it's all right. That's <laughs> a fine. Wait, we, we, it was in Camden. It was around there. That's like, wild. This girl lived in Camden with her parents. She had a very wealthy family and very intelligent girl. Very. She was an art student doing fashion at Central St. Martins. And she was like the most positive conduit of any person I think I've ever met. Like a little firecracker from the age of 13, 14. She was going to shows, running shows, DJing, supporting bands, throwing confetti. Just like this little club kid, just awesome. And she wasn't a huge drug taker, but she, you know, when ketamine was popular, we were all doing a hell of a lot of ketamine. And she was doing a bit. Like weekends, she'd get fucked up. But she just... You sh- she mixed it with a glass of alcohol. You shouldn't oh, drink fuck. alcohol with ketamine. So she had a couple of glasses of wine. It was an accident. She oh. drowned in the bath, just passed Shit. down, drowned. So she died, and there was me and my buddy Darren. He's po- I don't know, possibly on the brink of death still. He was a like heroin addict and stuff. I never did heroin. I never fucked with that. I never fucked with any of that. Nah, I would have died. I think. But, but I definitely would have. He and I like. I was like at her funeral. Uh, actually, I was at the wake. I didn't cry at the funeral. I didn't cry about any of it until the wake at her mum and dad's house, and her mum started talking. And I fucking, 
and I had to just walk out quietly and go to the end of the garden and just <laughs> you know one of those sobs yeah. where like the snot from, from your, your nose and the spit from your mouth join up into like a yep, bungee cord of misery yeah it was one of those and it came all out and I was like fuck oh it felt good to get it out yeah you have to get that but then out. I realized a lot of what really fucked me up about it is I was like it was so unfair because I was thinking me or Darren should have died we should have died the way that we lived our lives we should have died yeah and it was unfair that she did. But then also I felt like, and I don't believe in all that sort of, you know, new age bullshit. Oh, angels sent here to, but I do believe in like. The soul. Influence. Yeah, I believe in our souls, but I'm, well, at least my soul. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Your dark, a, dark I, soul. I'm an agnostic existentialist. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm clearly egotistical enough to think that I'm some central point <laughs> of the whole of existence, you know. Uh, but at least aware I I of am. how in- egocentric that is. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I like, I did think that there was something about that that made me go, you're not meant to die, motherfucker. You're meant to go and do something good. Yeah. So that was easy to give up drugs after that. That's but, fucking tough, man. Yeah. But then, Shit. you know, but then there's, you know, it's tougher. Like being a fucking kid from Syria and like watching your parents' limbs get blown off about Aye, three feet from you. That doesn't sound so bad. Do you know what I mean? You could probably handle it. I'm just going to get a mean, sandwich though? after. It's all relative, isn't it? There's, it really there's always is all someone worse off in the world and it's good to remember that. But, um, what I was worried about coming to LA about is that I created these families. You know, whilst I had a very disjointed relationship with my parents, my sister I love and she's amazing and incredible and I is wish she I was London? near her. She moved to New Zealand eight years ago to get away from my parents' constant Fuck, bickering, really. Man. And um, Your parents they, are still together? No, they divorced after we'd both gone off and we were oh, com- suitably fucked up. I could have done you know it a little what? earlier. You know what, though? It wasn't <laughs> their fault. It was their generation. My parents are quite old. They're like 67, 68. Yeah, mine are a little older too. And so they were, they were of a generation where they were taught, you stay together for the kids. You don't fucking divorce. That will fuck up your children. Yep. Whereas as we know now... Either way, you're fucked up. Well, not no. Realistically, <laughs> no. If my parents had divorced when they realized they were not right for each other, which was when I was about seven years old, they... Would have gone off. My dad was quite a funny guy. It's you know, I remember him being really funny at birthdays and stuff. He'd yeah. walking in silly outfits or little tiny speedo shorts and hello, what's going on? You know, he was like a funny <laughs> cockney dude. And like he would have been funny and I think he would have found another Life. woman and he would have been a funny guy yep. in a happy marriage. He probably would have married an English woman and that would have been good for him. He wanted that old English style marriage not yeah. a feisty Romanian my mum should have divorced him and gone off and found a man who wanted to go to the theatre every weekend with like her like a more or, serious or, type no someone who was into you know more into my dad appreciates theatre and you know he's into culture yeah. he's not a, he's not a, a backwards Brit but he should have had a, a more quiet wife yeah who would have been happy to do that <laughs> And my mum should have had someone who was a bit more flamboyant and wanted to, you know, would let her rule the house and just be happy to... A little bit more subdued. Someone someone very subdued. Somebody who can take the second seat. They both needed the opposite of them instead of being very similar in that respect. And they probably would have been happy. And I'm very sad to think that both my parents are not very happy now. And that pains me. But also, I can't be responsible for that because it was their choice. So, yeah, I ran away to America. My sister went to New Zealand. Um, so what I was saying is that I create family. I think if you're someone who is as sensitive as I don't mind admitting that I am, I need... Um, Support. I need love. Like I need love from people. I don't have it in a relationship. So um, I have these two families, one in England. They're all Europeans. Like, Well, some of them are English, but they're European family. Yeah. Like my best mate, Pete, is a 
he's English, but his mum's uh, Greek, you know, Cypriot. Oh, Jesus. And his dad's Australian, you know, and he's very cultured. How the fuck? Well, Australians are fun and Greeks are spicy. Oh, they're fucking awesome. And then, like, my other best friends are, like, Greek couple, um, you know, both of them are Greek, uh, an Italian guy, French wife you know yeah. another another italian girl who's actually like african italian and then you've got a middle eastern guy who's english middle eastern all these fucking beautiful someone's just doing laps behind you this right now <laughs> someone is, is doing laps we have the background the noise pool. of someone swimming I think you're telling me nice. about your feeling i saw this dude do a swan dive <laughs> <laughs> this old dude that's actually my dad he's just trying to fuck he's things just up doing laps. why don't you just let me be me dad um <laughs> Fuck it, I gotta swim away the pain of losing all my children. <laughs> I gotta drown that motherfucker. Oh, Good God. for him, though. Good for so him doing the night like, laps. There is, um, and then you have your other family yeah, in New York. Yeah, so I created one in New York as well, which uh, what, what they are is they're all like beautiful, I think beautiful, open people. Yeah. So uh, the guys I met here, uh, the two best friends of these guys, um, or at least in the East Coast, are Jay and Seth, and they're super dudes. Like, they're super like, bros. You know, like, bros, like, whoa. College football Saturday work, come on. Beer. Let's drink some red wings. beer. Red beer with like fucking wings because pizza. <laughs> well, shut up, man. Domestic shut the fuck abuse. Up. You got, do I take the piss when you play your soccer? You fucking fag. Well, 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 dude, come on. <laughs> they don't say fag, but you know what I mean? They're that kind of dude. And then one of them is a therapist for kids. That's what he does I all mean, day throughout does, the week. He a, is he a, helps he's a kids saint? From, from the fucking, you know, from like the, the roughest parts of New York. That's and adorable. Then, yeah. And then the, and then the, and he's, you know, his best friends are. Uh, you know, we just went to their gay wedding. Like he's he's like oh, he's, he's so a very open, open and dude. Sweet. He he's going to get bulldozed by some bitch. <laughs> no, no, he's married to oh, okay. his wife, oh, beautiful good, Spanish good. woman. Oh, good. You know, American Spanish, uh, amazing. And then the other dude is like a personal trainer as well. He's like buff as fuck, but Bro. he actually works in the Bronx Zoo. He's uh, like his love is animals, and you know, I thought you were say his love is an, is a gorilla. Like he's a gorilla. in love with Harambe. a gorilla. He's still hurting over Harambe. <laughs> R.I.P. Hurting over Gone Harambe. Too soon. Never forgotten. Gone too soon. <laughs> but he's like. You know, again, and he's got a lovely girlfriend. He's a very open, emotionally open. His mum, I just met his mum and dad, and she's a therapist, and his dad's one of the sweetest, most tactile. It was beautiful watching him kiss his son on the cheek and hold him, Aww, which Americans love. don't do a lot no, of that. No, they usually punch in the gut and don't send, they send a but card once a his year. his dad's, you know, his dad's like a uh, Jewish guy. I didn't know he was, I didn't even know he was half, like half Jewish, at least by blood, you know. Oh, usually they let you know right away. Well, yeah. It's like vegans. Well, amazing. I mean, his surname's shown. <laughs> I should have known, but... There you go. It's like, oh, man, Jewish. Did you know? Did you know? You know what yeah. people went through? Yeah. But his, you know, and his mum was very hard. Uh, his grandmother, I guess, you know, my, my buddy's dad's mum, very hard line, old school Jew that was in Auschwitz, you know, an Auschwitz survivor. Oh, fuck. And had a very hard upbringing. So then he became very soft with his son. He was a no- That's really sweet. It's amazing. So uh, These the, are your beautiful family. You're, this you is don't my family. You don't want to leave them t- and come here. Uh, you know what I'm scared is that I wonder how many... Now, I feel like one of my skills is finding people like that. Yeah. Yeah? Finding good people. And You'll I can do that in an audience. People. And I hope I transpose that as yeah. a comic. But also, I'm a bit worried because it's it's a very cold place, LA. People it are is, very fucking fake. I'm, I'm similar to you. Like, I need to surround myself with good people. And there's been a couple of people where I realize aren't so good and I have to shed them for my life. But you attract the type of person you want to have around you. You're not going to have any problem Absolutely. with that. You get what you, you put you're gonna out You're going to build new friends. And it's important to have, like, little pockets and also of people I'm across the globe. I have got good friends here already. Are you I've on got the rack? I feel like you're emotional <laughs> right now. So, do you want some tampons? So, I do. I'm so bloated. What I really want is just some tea, <laughs> some chamomile tea. Do you want to be, like, And I want a hot water bottle for my low back. 
we've got that. We've got that. My kidneys are killing me. How many specific things I know about yeah. periods? That's oh yeah, how... you've you've been around I'm a lot. I'm pretty of good. I've been around a lot of periods. I don't what think can you I say I like that. I just like it. It feels you're, better. You're you're, you're mm, a bloody man. Tastes so good. Oh god, iron metal tastes like metal. Well, my last proper relationship was a girl who was a girl. Shock horror. Uh, Why do you swing both ways? With a pussy and everything. But she knows she had a kid from a previous relationship. So my last relationship was a very different relationship to everything Fuck. else in my life. I did a lot of just fucking rock star girls, girls covered in tattoos with as many daddy issues as me. You know, that kind of yeah. shit. Fucking in bathrooms at warehouse raves, that right. kind of thing. And then I went and got in this relationship with this girl who had this kid, this little girl. She was a very, she's a comedian actually, who I would rather not say. Yeah, you don't have to say it. I mean like, I just I'll narrow it down. I'll just, Google after. Uh, no, you can easily find kidding. out who it is, but I don't want her. She's in in England anyway. But I don't want. Uh, I don't even. Yeah, you don't have she's to. She's not a very nice drop. person to me. It was a very bad relationship for a lot of it. But she. Um, but that made me a very different person. I think you know she. I don't think any relationship is a bad relationship. You no, know, you learn by yourself. You learn a lot. You of stuff. You learn what to do and what not to do, and who to, who and to track and not to track. I got to, I got to, to raise this little girl. For at least a year and a half, I lived with them, so I was full time. That's wild, dead. man. No, yeah, that's, that, I don't think that's a you know what the worst part great is? move. Being dumped by the girl, and then her telling you, you can't see or speak to the little girl anymore. That's wor- that's bad for the little girl. I know. Well, I know that because did I'm she have a little girl break up with you? No, she just okay. didn't. She just bought her a rabbit when I moved out, and a rabbit. You replaced were replaced me. with a rabbit. Yeah, yeah. How does it make you feel that a rabbit can replace you emotionally? I mean. The rabbit was pretty cute. I kind of... I, I can bet you, s- I can see you guys probably boned it. the same amount of times. I'm going to be... <laughs> no, I'm going to be honest. I think the rabbit was probably a, an upgrade. But <laughs> it was so much softer It was floppy-eared. Nah, but I mean, like, she used to call me Bully Bully. That was my nickname. That's what she the called me. The little girl? Yeah, Bully Bully. Because when she first met me... I met her when she was, like, 14 months old. That's so, so I knew weird, her for four man. and a bit years, four and a half years. Wow. And I was always around her. It was all right for me to babysit when my ex was fucking me behind the father's back for a year. And I could babysit the girl wow. and all that stuff. And then when she broke up with him, finally and got him to move out. And then uh, I had to wait another few months. I was her dirty little secret. And then she broke up with me because I kissed a girl at some point. She's got some goddamn nerve. Yeah. Well, you know what? I kissed a girl because she punished me for my promiscuous past for years. And I was like, that I'm already, you already treat me. Yeah, you're like, you already treat me like I'm a fucking whore constantly. So I'm going to make out with a chick. I she did, sounds you know. volatile. Yeah, she's She lunatic. needs a little bit of help, it sounds nah, like. Nah, she won't, she won't do it. She'll just, she's going to turn her child into a, a, a carbon comedian. copy of her. <laughs> yeah, a carbon <laughs> copy of her. And it's sad because I love that little girl with all my heart. I think about her every day. It's depressing. That's sad, man. It's really sad. See, that's people, see, parents fuck up their kids. But it, you know what? It's not sad. Because here's the thing. I hope that maybe one day the little girl will look me up. Maybe. Maybe. I don't. I doubt it, but hopefully. Maybe she will. Maybe. I like. I email every year. That's my thing I do. Every year on like kind of near the anniversary of our breakup, I email and go, hey, how calm down are you? Is there any chance I could just maybe just Skype with her or just, just can I send her a present or whatever? Because I sent a load of Christmas presents. They all got posted back to me. What a I'm like, cunt. I'm like, motherfucker, just take my card off it and just give them to her anyway. Yeah. Like, just. Just, just give them to her. Just give them just to so her. Say you know they're from you. Yeah. I don't yeah. give a fuck, you know. I'm not going to hide subliminal messages You're inside the You're not going to lace the, the candy. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to lace the candy. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it, but you know what? That was the best thing. Like having a little girl. But it kind of fucked me because now I don't really know what to do. You know, like I like. Why? You don't know if you want to have a kid or not? Uh, I would never date a single mother ever again. I do want That's children. Tricky, I man. absolutely That's do tricky. want children. But I don't know if I want uh, the archetypal, you know, Commit uh, uh, well, sorry, monogamous relationship. 
Well, you and know, there's a few comics I know who've got like good relationships with their partners where they kind of fuck girls together or they have that kind of thing. I have lots of friends who are, you know, fluid with their relationships where they're allowed to fuck other people, whatever. See, I don't as know long if as I could do that, man. I mean, yeah, a lot of women but, can't. But, but I think maybe like more men can than women. I think. First yeah, because it's a different or physiologically and just the way we are as people. You know, what I was looking for. I was looking for a glass of water that I never had. Oh my god! I no, I, you didn't have to thirsty. give me one because I said I was fine. But yeah, I you, actually you just said looked around I was like, going to bring you some motherfucking water because you're parched now. I'll be all right. I'll be you, fine. You've been talking about. I'm going to go and drink some of that pool. I'm going to go and suck it off that guy's dead head. As I. But you know. I'm not against yes. it. I'm not against having somebody else come into the relationship. It's just not necessary right now for me. Yeah. It, it's a stagnant year. It's a drought. You're bored and you're like, not in 30 on, years, but like, like a, who knows? Let's get like an Asian prostitute. I would try it. To eat ass. I don't know about a prostitute, but I would try, you know, just picking what up some get, like girl, a, in just a girl in a bar. Just like a cute little college just girl. Just lick your bum. Lick my bum. Rim jobs. I fucking love eating ass. I don't know why wow. so many men are against it. If, well, if it's clean and it's... No, it's not. There is not poop. There is not poop. If you, like, So here's the deal. So I get my ass waxed every two months. Good for you. Because if I want to go down on a chick and like eat her pussy and eat her ass and stuff, I want it to be clean and maintained. Right. I don't... You want it... You completely wanna smooth is a bit like... Manicured. Eh, it's a bit fucking... It's a bit... I don't, I don't mind it, but it's a bit fucking infantile. It's a bit like... You look like a baby doll. You know what it is? It's like, it's like I can't stand men. Like men who fuck girls from LA who talk like this. Uh, you know, well, it's a oh Kardashian God, thing. I it. mean, no, but when they talk, it's not just the Kardashians. It's widespread, and girls have been doing it for ages. And you know what it is? It's a daddy thing. It's because they had rich fathers, and the way to get that car keys is or to get the money like to go, this? to go, daddy, come on, I need please, a new Rolls Royce. And you're like, you're a fucking 27 year old woman. Girl, Stop get talking a like job, a job. You but bitch. what's even more creepy is the fucking dudes who fuck those girls. Because basically, what they want is a sexy baby. That's basically that's what my Halloween fucking. costume. <laughs> How'd you know what I was going to dress up this sexy baby? Is my, my go-to that's my stage look. There you go. <laughs> that's yeah, our, like, my oh my new God, stage outfit. Stop it. I mean, like, and like, if you, you're literally fucking a giant sexy baby, a sexy baby, and that's basically what these men are, in my opinion, are. Pedophiles without the balls to actually just fuck a child. Maybe they, maybe it is. You know what? I'd have more respect for you if you were boning a few twelve-year-olds. But if you're instead, a girl, you get a twenty-seven-year-old who goes, "Oh my god, I sound like a twelve-year-old." If Stop you're dating that. a guy who's and making a you change sexy diapers, baby. it's a retarded sexy baby. That's the worst part. I mean, it's like. <laughs> Do you want a latte? <laughs> what the story imagine? takes now, five I've hours. I've never fucked a girl like that because I just don't like them. They don't turn me on. But I just I've imagined. Imagine what it's like looking down at a woman sucking your dick and she pulls the dick out of her mouth. She's like, oh my God, you like the way it feels. It's so like, how could you do it? How could you physically stomach that? Oh my God, I, would I like, can't I would, do it. A, I would laugh and I'd be like, oh my God, please don't. just Or put it back in your mouth and just leave it there. Please don't talk. Like, honestly. Oh my God, Please, but you hear it everywhere. Oh, that is so good. I'm like, tired. Can we get really? a pumpkin latte? Am I fucking a retarded chick right now? Am I going to get arrested for this? What's going on? Can is, you make me a sweet potato? Not ideal on you. I can't do it, man. Stop fucking but th- there's those a lot girls, of girls in and LA they'll stop like existing. That. And they'll stop existing. If you stop fucking them, they'll go, oh, it doesn't work. But then there's always these creepy dudes, predominantly like douchebags with money. Pedophiles like, undercover. This is what they are. They're, no, they're pedophiles with, they're, they're pussy pedophiles. They can't they even step up. They aren't admitting to it. But you even know why? Because Chris Hansen came out and they don't want to get caught with a sweet tea in the laundry chick. What the fuck is Chris Hansen? Tell Chris me Han- Dateline NBC to catch oh, yeah, a predator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've seen, the girl you know, with the sweet tea in the laundry basket? I would absolutely 
not even have known that reference except for the fact I was I'm so watching glad you did. tons of those videos on YouTube the other day. It's amazing. Randomly. The guy's like, oh, you got cookie sauce cream. I do this thing, right? I brought. I am a massive gamer geek and I do this thing called Twitch. It's like a, it's twitch.tv. It's a broadcasting network for gamers and streamers. The highest um, like viewed people on there who are getting like 20,000 live concurrent viewers or 30,000 or 40,000, they earn about $78,000 a month just on their subscribers what? and the ads. Yeah, and then probably another... Fifty to one hundred fifty thousand on various sponsorships and stuff. So there's some people who are putting away, you know, twenty thousand dollars a month. They're not many of those. I don't earn that much. I've got like one hundred eighty-five subscribers. I get maybe That's between. Something. It's good, and I get like between maybe. Don't tell people how much money you're getting. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not even <laughs> making my rent on it. My rent's a couple of grand. I'm not making that on a month. But you get donations and stuff as well. So realistically, I got like between 100 and 300 concurrent viewers out of my 19,000 followers. There's always 300 people watching me. But I do this every day, six days a week, for like four to eight hours a day. Play video games. I have characters. I have like karaoke break in the in the middle of it where I sing a song from the 80s or whatever the fuck they you want. You do this every day? Every single day, six How days a week in the daytimes. Well, I, do, I wake up in the morning, I go to the gym, then I do some writing, then I do broadcast in the afternoon for four to six or eight hours, and then I go out and do shows in the evening. Or if fuck. I have voiceovers or auditions and I do that and I might broadcast a bit later but yeah six days a week and then um gaming nerd yeah but it's awesome like if you like gaming or you remotely like that shit people listening please come and see it's twitch.tv forward slash jeff leach j-e-f-f-l-e-a-c-h but what I was going to say about that is like that's a place where I found a community and a family that transcends I don't even have to be I can be anywhere in the world with that I, I got people in there opening up about their some one guy just said he was on the brink of wanting to fucking kill himself, and he because his wife divorced. How are they him. talking about this on a game? Well, so there, there's chat, there's chat live room, chat. So this guy's like so playing I'm games. Talking, he's like, I'm gonna kill myself. No, I'm playing video games <laughs> and I'm talking to the chat. <laughs> Shit. And the chat's constantly updating and scrolling right. along with people. So I have relationships now with most of my people. Right. So the you regular, know them by their by their screen names. Those 185 are known by their screen names, and I know them because they're regular subscribers. Their personalities. Now. And you know, one guy I know, his wife divorced him and, and isn't letting him see his child, and he literally and he lost his job as well. That's oh, why she shit, left him. Man. I mean, that's... And he's like on the brink. He was like, I was gonna kill myself, and then I started watching Twitch, and I found your community, and I've got friendships now with these people, and the way that you made me laugh stopped me fucking wanting to kill myself. Which see, is man, what I'm saying is I'm a hero. Little, Oprah, you are a who? hero. Fuck that. Bitch. Aha moment. I don't have to give away a car to make people no, happy. I just gotta give away, away some jokes. Three jokes. Three jokes. Three probably s- like just amazing three. jokes. Just three. That I got for free. Over a six-hour broadcast. <laughs> no, but seriously, like, so, but it's amazing. There's so many ways to connect with people. There now, are. You know? Speaking of connect, go on. Tell me. Where can people find you? Um, Your tags. Uh, yeah, the best thing Will I think is to go. So all of my shit is linked from my website, JeffreyLeach.com. J-E-F-F-R-E-Y-L-E-A-C-H.com. But yeah, you can find me on Twitter, Jeff Leach, Instagram, Jeff Leach. And then uh, Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash Jeff Leach. And my podcast, The D-Pad, is on iTunes. I keep it's thinking, free. Saying, you I know keep what? thinking you're saying people. The Deep End. I'm like, is that about no, buttholes? No, D-Pad. The D-Pad. Find it. It's like, I think we've got about 24 episodes. Like, you know, Esther Koo, Kurt Metzger. Um, Good Scene ones. Scene Smith, yeah. Godfrey. Yeah, all sorts of great people. That sounds awesome. Um, 
And if you ever come to New York, you can come I and do it. I want to do it when you I get in there. You don't have to talk about video games. We'll talk about your comedy and we'll find out what small knowledge you have. Of Sega 16-bit. Well, there you go. Bring so it you in already some got something. School. There you go. Yeah, why not? We're Everyone brings in old school. We're going to answer some questions, okay? Yeah, let's do we it. We have questions for people. What do people send them in specifically for me or just specifically for your guests? It's just, oh, oh, it's just for, for your guests. Everybody. They don't know who I am, so they, they don't they, care. You know, so it's easier. I, am I the, be honest. Am I the least famous comedian you've ever had no, on the podcast? No, you're not. Who's the worst? Who's the least? <laughs> no, I'm joking. Don't tell me Gallagher. that. So okay, Blake Sherman says, am I bringing the bangs back? How was Seattle Cubs or Indians? Blake, those questions how are was How was Seattle? What Seattle was think? fun. Yeah, you, we were talking about weed. Seattle on the walk here to sit down and record. Yeah, I love Seattle. The but air smells need, fresh, so but it needs... some more concentrated comedy yes. venues. Seattle, really you need to get your comedy shit in. Like, you have to figure it but out. it's a cool place just it's to hang out. It's a great city. The but coffees... I had the best coffee of my life there. You don't want to go to Seattle for a coffee. I you want to go wa- there to earn some sweet dollar doing a great yes. lineup of clubs so for weeks. So, Blake, get your clubs and check here. Sort it out. Go Cubs. Jen Abigan says, I'm in a rural area with limited internet access. What, are you an Amish person? How did you send that message? Yeah. How can we listen? You have a... A laptop? You must have tes- texted that message somehow, bitch. Yeah. Figure it out. Download it. Download it. She probably went to an internet cafe there. Maybe she went to like right, a so public library. To go to a shop, any hardware store, like, you know, electronic store, and yes. buy a USB stick. Right. Go to an internet cafe, plug it in, download all the podcasts onto that USB and stick. And then you have it. And then you have them, and then you can plug it into all your friends' computers and play them there. Or you can plug it into your computer at home. And if you don't have a computer, just give up on life, man. Like, Jen, at this point, you should give up on life. And if you think about giving up on life... Find Jeff on Twitch and he'll and stop you. And I will you tell you three jokes that will stop life. you from wanting to die. So you're welcome. Boom. <laughs> um, Jamie Morse, what's your favorite I like tattoo? How we're pushing this people, is good for you. Pushing people to the brink of suicide just to bring <laughs> them back. Well, that's, that's our that's our ego. We want to know we can bring them back in. Yeah. Jamie Morse says, "What's your favorite tattoo and what's the story behind it?" You have tattoos. Your yeah, I got loads of tattoos. Uh, what you got? I've got. I I think I like the tattoo on my arm. What's that? Of? It's a script. It says, hold your breath, make a wish, count to three, come with me, and you'll be in a world so of pure imagination. It's my mom's handwriting. Oh, okay. That's nice. Yeah. So she wrote it out for you. She you wrote it out. In. The guy wrote, you know, the artist traced that's it. That's pretty sweet. I thought it was going to be lyrics. When you started talking, I was like, oh, it sounds like fucking lyrics of a 90s no, like, indie rock band. No, it's this from is my favorite depressing. movie. All right. What about you? How many tattoos do you have? Like 14, 15, I think. Yeah, I got tons actually. And they're all, if I wear... If you had to pick well, one. You can't tell I got any. Well, my, my latest one is a huge piece on the side of my thigh and it's me on my Harley. But then <laughs> Shut of, up. No, I'm serious. Are you of, serious? Yeah, but instead of my face, it's like a skeleton. <laughs> So that's fucking cool. And it's because the designer does it, the artist, Pietrick Taton, right? Good Times Tattoo in London, East London. He's fucking amazing. This guy's an artist. So he's done my last one, two, your three, four. Your whole thigh four. He's done on the me. side of it's your arse. It's huge. all the way here. Yeah, on the side of my arse. That is my interesting, ass, man. Babe, my ass. When your balls are hanging, I wonder what's going to look like. Yeah, and I got one inside my mouth and my lip that says for me in reverse. Because I got that after a break. It's all falling out, man. Oh, yeah. I, I like that. And also the one of my friend on my right shoulder of Louise who the passed away. Louise Cattell. Yeah, R.I.P. Louise. Who died. Uh, uh, she so that's died. That's a nice one. Hey, thanks for bringing up the oh, darkness, this one. Jamie. You have one on your knee? I got one on my knee that literally that? points at my knee and it has a little arrow and it says knee. <laughs> I got that done in LA, actually. <laughs> I was getting a big well, piece done on my leg. At and least then you were consistent yeah. Yeah, and you, you were concise. There you go. Um, R- Richard McIntosh. Wait, you didn't answer the question. What's your. Oh, no, you did. Is yeah, that one? I like have that you got one. more? I've got 10. Yeah? Yeah. What's the, what's the sexiest one? Where's the sexiest placing of one of your tattoos? I have a side flowers up and down my side. Yeah, that's pretty good. But have you, have you got any like sexy ones like on your bum? 
I don't have anything in my bum. Just above your vagina. You know, I thought about. Fuck yeah! Like I thought about just having like another butt put around my butthole. Yeah. So it's like Inception. You should get a photo of my face, a portrait of my face done around your butthole, and my mouth is your anus. And then it's like you're getting fucked in the mouth by whoever's in my butt. And then he's gonna be like, "Who's this guy?" I'm like, "Don't worry about it." Don't worry about it. Just let him gobble up that sweet dick, babe. That's one way to turn men off from wanting dick. to fuck you in the ass. <laughs> Just get a picture of a man's face done around your anus. That's, that's love if he still goes. That's dedication, though, to not wanting to have <laughs> ass fucking. Craig Allen Zieger, would you ever consider doing Playboy magazine? Is that even still in business? I thought they f- yeah yeah yeah. And they do. They don't. Well, they don't do fully nude, but they do. They you know they do. A, in fact, a few of my gamer streamer friends they've done Playboy and stuff. They do like they don't do fully nude. What do I hide behind a leaf? Well, no, you have like a little bit of lingerie or you have like a cute outfit or maybe, like yeah, a puppy maybe you have covering something covering my your nips or your, your, and your pussy. But Just like a crepe? Yeah, and they don't do the... Um, so what you could have is... But they could do like a comedian comedian special. Yeah. It'd be like a load of females. They they've, a no, they've done that already. They? I'm, well, I'm they didn't fucking call me. I'm certain they must have done it in the past. Son of a bitch. No, you haven't answered the question. Would you do it? I, I don't know. I mean, maybe sure. Have you ever done sexy photos? No. No, you know, but I thought about it. I want to do, that Google I wanna do artistic sexy. I don't want to just do like Have you ever made Playboy homemade porn style. though? Do you make porn with your boyfriend? No. See, I love making videos. See, I, don't, I can't do that shit, man. I don't want I that can. stuff I send, like, leaked I've got, out. You know what? I'm, my, last I'm, thing my I'm dad needs to see is that. at some point, touch woods, my career goes the way There's I no wood will. anywhere. It's all concrete and, and my, metal. My, <laughs> there is in my pants your right saggy, now. Ne- your saggy sack. You, Jesse, man. What is it called? The sack? What's your product? The sling. Saxling. You're touching your saxling. Um... No, I, so touch plastic chair. I, uh, if I get the career that I hope I will, if it goes to the level that I hope it will, there's going to be tons of dick pics of mine on the internet. Some girls will put them. Could sell be them, a good cover for but you. But I don't give a shit. Here's my the way I look at it. One, I like sending. I don't like necessarily sending pictures, and I don't have close ups of my dick. I send full news. Yes, like you a, do. Because no one wants a picture of an erect penis. No one a in dick the world portrait. Ever. No one wants a picture of a dick. What a girl might like is a nice photo of the whole man and his dick is out and it's kind of sexy and it's like, or like a bit of a striptease <laughs> to that point. No, no, but seriously, in the same way that I don't well, like seeing a close-up of a fucking vagina. Not, not every girl wants and that And I don't shit. like, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is it can be, it can be nicer that way get though. a sexy photo, it's nice to see a man, if she's asked for it, send right. me a photo, don't send a, picture of just an erect raging erection send like a picture of your a raging face. erection well, no, that's a great dvd face, title right? what I, I send what i'm aroused by so if i want to get a photo from a girl i don't want it to just go here's just my tits and just you want to see a little even no like, i want to see her face because right, that's right. why i fuck i don't fuck you fuck the face <laughs> i fuck the face exclusively <laughs> mouth like full only. circle no you know what i'm saying like when i'm having sex with a woman i'm not just staring at a vagina whilst i'm fucking her. i'm looking into her eyes i'm kissing her mouth right, i'm connected. kissing her neck like that's the bit that's like the turn on right and then hearing a fucking moan in my ear so that's you send the, the whole pet the whole picture so i do that because that, that's what i want back and also there's a trust thing there like if I've sent you my face with my naked body with my cock out, you I have some power of me. It's, it's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a response. There's a. I unsubscribe. <laughs> you stop talking to me on Snapchat. I block you. Again. Um, Esther Koo. Uh, <laughs> no, but seriously, there's, there's a point that, you know, I think that's, that's like the way to do it. Um, but I also, I think that's really arousing. I like it. Voyeurism, I'm into it. Yes, so there's, a, there's an aspect there's to it. There's a fear for performers that, ooh, when I get famous, people well, are going to sell this. It's I've like, had you know exes what? threaten good. that. Good, good. I know, it might can update I be, my can profile. Can I be very frank? Like, and I'm, I'm assuming this applies to you too. There is not a dick pic I've sent. I don't give a shit. If someone if it goes on the internet, good. No one's going to judge me. Everyone sends Yeah, I'm not worried about the judgment. And what they're going to look at, if I, Just wait if till my I dad didn't dies. like my cock 
out if i thought it was going to be an embarrassment i wouldn't send the photo in the first place to a girl does that i make don't sense? like my cock out yeah but i understand what you're saying you know what i'm saying no i understand what you're saying if anything people are going to go oh great it's going to drive more fucking my- eyes to my shit seriously <laughs> you know I, I agree literally and figuratively my friend got a dick pic from a dude and he sent it he tried to make it what you're describing and he sent it and it was like a foggy he was in a foggy mirror wow and it just looked like he was in like a Russian bathhouse with like yeah, other dudes yeah he was he probably was <laughs> and his dick was Sergey, all take the photo <laughs> take a flash it will not show properly oh but man I, but seriously th- this is the way you should go through life you know there's the whole fappening and all these celebrities you know put their all their photos got taken which is unfair to have your shit I stolen don't, I don't know if I believe here's all that here's the fucking deal Jennifer Lawrence let's use her because she's the most famous probably of all the ones that happened it was convenient the timing of it and it was ain't, uh, like her arsehole and her fucking like sexy photos that girl looked fucking good in those photos she and she looked hot and, and it it's gone and nobody cares anymore well they're still out there it's not gone they're still out but there but I mean 100%. the news is gone exactly no um, one's fucking but here's my point it. The upset and the outrage, it's un, its unfortunate to have someone take some power from you or uh, pry into your privacy. Yeah, that, that's the thing however, that's annoying. However wrong that is, here's my fucking rules for life that everyone should live by. Unless, when you send a fucking photo of your genitalia or any of yourself naked or a video over the fucking internet to Expect another, to be to another device, just, no, send it, but... Be comfortable in the fact that if that were to be shown to the public anyway, you wouldn't flip out. That's yeah, how so you have to view it. So what they should do is follow the Jeff style yeah. of having it set up a composition way that you'd be proud of. Like an Ansel Adams You know what Adams you should have to do? Remember pick. back in the day, I used to take a photo on a, a roll-on camera. Remember those? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, fucking... And then you had to take it... You didn't... You, you couldn't get see it developed. The, you couldn't see what it looked like. No, there was no you digital just, you screens. You had to go in the... What, the it, lighting might be... Some unfl- fucking spotty oh, teenager yeah. would develop it. you go and pick it up. They'd be laughing at you. Yeah. There's probably copies of it in the back room on the wall like, oh, another dick pic. Yeah. And then you'd have to post it in the post to the girl... And hope that her parents didn't open up the envelope. Which the and dad that, did, and he kept it in his dresser. Go, she never got it, and she broke it. up with you because she thought you didn't get her letters. <laughs> but seriously, that's the level that I had to go through to be a voyeur when I was a youngster, <laughs> when I was fucking 17. What I think is it's too easy now. So what people should have to do is take that fucking dick pic or that pussy pic, take it out and show it to 12 different strangers. And if you're happy to do that and then send then it you on. Sh- then you can send it. Send it. Words of advice. There you go. Well, thanks for doing this. We're going to go do really some comedy fun. now. I'm going to go jump in the pool. Go jump in the pool with your dad. Yeah, we go, well, how, yeah how are you going to, have you got a car? Yeah, I've got a car. I've got two spots. All right, to nice. Do. Well, you got one before that I've place. Got, yeah, the one before the, that one. I have to go to that one first. You're going to another spot first and Bef- then yeah, the garage. Yeah. I don't even know what time I'm on the garage. Well, we're going to find out. It's late. I might come to your other spot. All right, cool. Come. You can probably, what is it, 8.15? 8.15, yeah. Well, Where's your go. other spot? It's at... First one. W- w- ours is the garage, right? Mine's at the West Side Theater. Is that close? Yeah. It's right in Santa Monica. And what time are you on there? It's show starts now. Oh, cool. I'm going to come. You like how that rolls? Yeah. We're nice. just, we're just going to show up late. Whatever. I like how you keep trying to finish off this podcast in a very succinct, nice, professional manner. And I keep we're fucking, going, hey, here's another story. We're fucking done. We're done. We're over. Bye, Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.